0: I am Yanin Dukabu, the author of Intentionality, Living a Rewarding and Intentional Life. Unlock your potential. You can live and make an impact every day. As a life and career coach, I'll help you navigate change, overcome obstacles, and define your purpose. Passion, power, and purpose is what I am all about. Passion for God, passion for life, passion for my family, and genuinely caring for people. I am intentional. Join me as we merge passion, power, and purpose to create a unique personality, giving you the power to influence and the ability to effectively reign in all aspects of life. Good morning and welcome to 10 Intentional Minutes with Janine. This morning in studio, I have got a very special guest with me, Pastor Lillian Van Now, if you don't know her as well as I do, I can tell you this about her. Number one, she is a God-fearing woman. She is an absolute prayer warrior. She's filled with faith and she loves her family to bits. Another thing that Pastor Lil taught me was to make peace with your process. Now, in today's podcast, we are going to talk about the process of some women and some men. Welcome, Pastor Lillian. Ah, oh,
1: thank you so much, Janine. It is such an honor and a privilege for me, you know, to be with you on this podcast. And I just know women are going to be blessed, and men, you know, if they watch, they're going to be really, really blessed with uh, the flow of the Holy Spirit. What God has in store for them. You know, on this podcast, it's going to be impactful, it's going to be insightful, it's going to be intentional. This morning. So, <laughs> it. It's going to be really, really good. But thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor for me.
0: Thank you, Pastor Lil. So I'm going to kick off with, with a question. And uh, another thing that I really learned from you is that you always say, is to love deeply and forgive quickly. And a lot of these women and men has to go through this process. Now, gender-based violence has got a huge effect on our souls. And what can Mm -hmm. we do to find restoration and healing after we've suffered the effects of gender-based violence?
1: You know, Janine, I think the very first thing that happens when uh, your soul gets messed up with, you know, you're becoming a mess you don't believe in yourself um you walk in unforgiveness you are a negative person you feel so unworthy i can mm-hmm. remember you know you actually you got the right person here because my whole life as a little girl i was abused as a little girl you know physically emotionally verbally and i grew up in a very dysfunctional home and i want to honor my mother today because my mother you know, she went through this whole thing where my father abused her. He literally physically abused her so badly that um, she's a bit in a dysfunctional way in her body, you know, today. And, um, you know, when you get so beaten up and when you try to, to protect your children from that, it's very, very hard. And she got so messed up in her mind until today, she struggles to be a positive person. You know, I thank God for his grace upon my life because I try to help her in this time and age. You know, the older you get, the more difficult it is to actually get into that. I'm worthy. I'm good enough to to get your soul into the, the place of, you know what? My heart belongs to Jesus. I need to get my heart healed. So those are the things that happen, you know, when you get so abused that you have to get your heart healed. That's the very first thing. Your heart is everything to God. And um, I know that, you know, blindness of the soul without a vision, um, it it messes you up. You, You become so blindsided. There's no vision for you to follow. There's no hope for you. You feel like so lost. And I think when the soul is hurt, a wounded soul needs to be healed. I know Joyce Meyer wrote a book on healing uh, the soul of a woman and it's very powerful, you know, so those who are watching, grab that book, get it, get yourself into it. And, you know, that's one of the books that I really recommend for people to read, to get themselves healed because if you can get yourself healed, you can mean so much to the people around you and for yourself, you know, because you get messed up because of somebody that touched you in a different way, Mm -hmm. inappropriate way, somebody who uh, molested you, somebody who raped you, and I'm talking of experience. All of those things that happened, and as you grow up, you have to make a decision to say, enough is enough. You know, I've got this thing, a wounded soul is feeling like a time that has come, your time has standstill. your life has come to a... A standstill. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can explain it. Where true. you really feel you are absolutely a zero. And mm-hmm. when you have to pick that up. And when you grew up like that, you are tending to attract men like that. That yeah. abuse you, you know, constantly. So you have to make your mind has to come in line with the word of God. Your mm-hmm. heart has to come in line with the word of God and your soul. And when you start forgiving and you uproot all those bitterness and anger and resentment and negativity and failure and you become the strong woman, then you attract the right people. You attract Absolutely. the right man. You know, look at me today. I'm married to a very, very phenomenal man of God and uh, my husband, Nikki, and he is such a gentleman. He's, he, sh- he actually showed me how to be gentle, how to be kind. God places then the right people um, alongside you, you Thank know. You. So um, there must be coming a, a, a healing and a restoration. And I must say this, Yamin, uh, you know, when you look at the word of God, the word of God in Romans 12 verse 2 says, um, I'm, I actually want to read it to you. It says there in the New Living Translation, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world. But let God transform you into a new person. Amen. And you need to allow God. It's like, okay, I'm going to take a stepping stone. I'm going to trust this person that I don't see, but I know he's here. I can feel he's here because he's inside of me. And by changing the way I think, that's what the scripture says. He needs you know, to be transformed into the very new person. By changing the way you think, then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect it's good it's pleasing it's perfect when you come into the will of God and that scripture changed my life to know I have to be transformed into the image of the person who created me to know you know what Lillian you didn't ask for this you didn't want to sit in this room with this person touching you in such an ungodly way you were little You couldn't get out. I mean, when you are three years old, when you're four years old, when you're five years old, when you're 10 years old, even when you're 20 years old and you're in a room with somebody that brings so much fear upon you, you struggle to get out of that. And the only way you can do it is by the word of God. Is as a woman of God, you have to get up and say, you know what, I'm now mature and I used to think like a child and now I have to come into maturity as Christ like the anointed one think like him okay how can i how can i become like him mm-hmm. forgive yourself first i think one of the very first steps is you must believe you have to believe that you've got what it takes to get up
0: absolutely that's one of
1: the very very first points i don't know if you agree with me but i, I absolutely agree
0: of- <laughs> and and post a little i absolutely agree and it's one of the things that what happens is when you're in a gender-based revi- uh, gender-based violence relationship, you're you're in such a situation, like you said, where somebody yes. crosses the boundaries of either your physical body or or That's sexually right. or in your mind. They're crossing a boundary, you know. And yes. um The only way that we can get through that is with the word and through prayer. And it's a very true thing that you say, because once you are in that mindset of the world, let's say it like that, is you can't see the day of tomorrow. You don't have a vision. And that is a lot of the times also why women don't break free. From this That's in right. this relationship because they don't know what is going to happen to them th- the yes. next day, they don't have the comfort of a loving father, they yes. also don't know that this was not the plan for their life. So it's beautiful that you say that Romans tells us that it is not the plan of God for your life no. for you to go through this. And a lot of the yes. times, people think, Why did God put me through this? God was not the one who put yes. you through this. That's right, that's right. You know, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "I have a good
1: plan for you, a good yes. purpose." You know, yes. and if we believe it, but you know what, Janine, it's not that easy. I, you know, out of that whole mess, the very first words my husband said to me, "Your mess will become a message." Amen. I mean, I never, in my wildest dreams, thought I will get on platforms, minister the gospel, preach the pure word of God, and sit on this, this podcast, this, you know, today. And um, to know that God is so amazing. He knows the plans he has for us, good plans. But, you know, it's not easy when you are in that. It's when you sit in this spot and you look up and you say, how am I gonna get out of this? I can remember as a little girl, I'll never forget that. When I laid in my bed and I thought one morning, you know, during the during the night times and in the morning when I wake up, it's like I'm better than this. There must be something better than me being so abused, so being verbally, emotionally, because from there you go into a teenage. You, you, you get your friends. And then when I get my first boyfriend, I mean, I think I was 17, 18 years old. Uh, you get into that abusive relationship where they verbally tell you, man, you are so stupid. You, you are nothing. Look how crippled you are. You know, they cripple you with their words. And I had to literally backtrack the day when I was born to believe I was born for a purpose. And for a plan of God, And I got up and I started, just one morning I got up and I said, enough is enough. And I turned around and I broke off the relationship and I started going to church. I found a church Mm -hmm. and I went to this church and they helped me to be transformed into, you know, little by little until I met my husband. Look, my husband played a very big role in my life. And there I started going off in a very good sense, but still not believing that I can be of value. Mm-hmm. I can be somebody that God has chosen to speak and to do his work in, this, in the ministry. And because they, 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 they mess with your mind. When they tell you, you don't tell anybody. If, they tell, if you tell somebody, I'm going to do this, this, and this to your family. Mm. And the moment we believe those things, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to get out of this, this thing that they put me in that that's not the truth. And not when to be you overcome to, by fear. Yes, you have to stand up. You know, the second thing that I want to say, the first thing you need to get up and to believe you've got what it takes. The second thing I believe is all the energy you used in your lifetime of, I'm not good enough. I'm this bitter person. I'm angry. I'm taking out all my anger upon everybody around me. That same energy. It's now time for you to get up, to say, you know what, that energy, I'm going to put it in and I'm going to say, I can do this. I believe in myself. And then that energy is to put it in the trust, in a trustworthy person. And then firstly, in God, you say, Lord, I trust you. And then in, you find somebody that you know that can walk a journey with you. You know, it's, it's so important that we mustn't let other people pay for what a person has done to us, your next yeah. relationships.
0: Pastor Lila, I you think you say that again. That is powerful. You,
1: <laughs> you know, that's something my husband taught me. All my life he said to me, don't let the previous, you know, the, 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 the person in your life right now Pay for yeah. what the previous person has done to you so, that has messed up your heart, that messed up your mind. Give that person a 10. Let's start off with a mm-hmm. 10. And that's what what that's what we did. You know, so I believe um, those two things, first to believe I've got what it takes. Secondly, use your energy. Thirdly, this mm-hmm. was something that I I had to deal with when I went for counseling. And I'm I'm saying this out of, you know, I love to take off the mask and to be real. And about six years ago, I went to um, Apostle Maldonado and his team. And um, the very first thing that he said to me was, you need to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. If you cannot be honest with yourself, we can't help you. So when you are so badly abused, because you walk with this now for many years, now you want help. After so many years of my life, 45 years, at the age of 45, I think I was about, what, 44. And then it's like, okay, Lord, now I need help. And then it's like, okay, who am I going to ask? You need a trustworthy person. You need to know that you put your trust in God.
0: And, and the Will, just to, to, sorry so to
1: interrupt you,
0: but yes. it takes a strong woman to recognize <laughs> yes. that That's I need yes. help. It doesn't yes. matter if it's in the situation or 40 years later, it's That's irrelevant. Right. It takes a woman to man up and say, I need boldness. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, and you know, when you get up and after all those years to believe, you know what, there's something better. Come on, girl. It's now time. After I've raised my sons by the grace of God, I've raised my sons in the fear of God. Stranger of God has given me that grace, which I am so thankful for. His grace and His mercy upon my life. But I want to read you the scripture that the Bible says, Uh, Because when you you face the truth, even if you are not the guilty party, you are not guilty in that situation. Mm. But when you are truthful to say, this happened, this happened, this happened, and then you sit there and you say, but I hate myself. I don't like myself. I Mm. despise in the person that I've become. Um, You know, to be honest with yourself. The Bible says, and you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. In John 8, 32, oh, that powerful. is what the word of God says. The truth shall set you free. You know, I want to, I want, quickly want to share you this story. The man um, at the pool of the tester, he was sick for 38 years. And you know, um, when you are so sick, I was for many years that I, and when I read the story, I was like, Lord, this is me. You walk with so many junk and so many garbage and baggage, mm. And you think for so many years, you walk with this. And when a person asks you, Jesus, asked the man at the, at the pool of protester, look at this question when he asked him, he said to him, would you like to be well? Would you yeah. like to be whole? Would you like so, to, I, I love mean, that. You need to ask yourself, do I want to be whole again? Do I want to be well? Do I want to live again? Do I want to laugh again? Do I want to feel freedom again? You need to ask yourself those questions. And if somebody asks you that, you know, it's like, yes, that's exactly who I want to be and what I want to do. So I think it's very important, um, Yanin, those kind of things when you get into um, the plan of God, you know, when, when God says, You know what? I'm here for you. I will never leave you. I will walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to hold your hand. I want to walk you through the valley of the shadow of death. It's just a place Mm -hmm. where you are at for a moment, but there is help. Uh, Psalms 40 verse uh, 2 says in the Passion Translation, he says, He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in. Out of the muddy mess. It's a muddy mess (laughs) I had fallen into. You fall sometimes into a mess. Now he's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadiness. Um, uh, How does it say? Place and steadied me while I walk along his ascending path. When we walk along his ascending path, he puts you on a firm foundation. And I don't know, you know, uh, like some you are yeah. fixed in him. You are so grounded in him. And he says, I was looking and I'm seeing you are in danger and I'm going to lift you out. I'm going to lift you out. Even if it's your own world, even if you've got yourself into that own thing, God still has so much grace and mercy on us as women and as men. He will say, you know what? I want to help you because I love you. I want to walk with you. I'm going to get you out of this messy, muddy thing that you got yourself into. So I'm very grateful for the for the grace of God, you know, healing the mind, healing my soul, healing my heart. Because today there's thousands of people out there that needs to hear there is hope.
0: There exactly. is hope for
1: you, you know, in Christ Jesus. So I think we need to just trust God and trust. Trust is trusting people. We yeah. get this tendency when you go through all of this, Yanni. You don't want to trust anybody.
0: You yeah, feel very true. you know that
1: I've been exposed. so disappointed. Yeah. Yes, I've been exposed to this filthy world and yeah. to this filthiness of life. And who do I trust? And it's 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 just a, a get up every morning and try again. Yeah, this person has failed you, but don't let the next person pay for the failure.
0: Exactly, and, and you through. said as well is God gave you the opportunity, and he was there for you to turn a mess yes. into a message. Yes. And he can yes. do that for every other man and every other woman, yes. and woman listening today. And it's in him that we find our hope. I mean, that is what we want yes. to teach people. That's what we want to show people, that it's That's only right. in Jesus Christ that you can find a future, that you find Amen. a hope. He absolutely makes (laughs) a way where there seems to be no way because that's how you feel. You feel trapped. You don't feel like there's a way out for you, but God goes, he makes every crooked path straight ahead of you. And he says that when we walk in the will and plan for his life, he's going to keep us safe. There is no place safer than walking in the will of God. Amen. Amen. And you know, when you
1: say, when you say that word hope, it, it became a revelation to me as well. Hope means hold on, pain ends. Love that. You know, hold on, pain ends. When you think of it, you know, if you, you want this hope, hold on, your pain will end. So I believe when you've got I Jesus on your side, you've got the heavenly uh, armies, angels you know, with you, you can do, you can move mountains. You know, uh, if you've got Christ with in you and your belief is within you to heal and restore you. So it's it's powerful. It's absolutely exactly. amazing.
0: So so, Pastor Lil, if you've been through this trauma in your life, how do you start over? Where do you go? What do you do?
1: Yeah, um, you know what I was thinking. You know, when you have to start a new chapter in your life, um, you need to start with confidence. You need to start with. I, be, I can believe in myself again. Mm-hmm. You need to shut down the voices that always used to have so much power over you and come into the place of, um, I believe I can get up. I believe I can do this. I believe I have confidence in Christ. I always say, have confidence in God because it's eternally. If you have confidence in man, it lasts only for a little while. If you you put your confidence and your trust in God, it lasts for forever. It's, yes. it's eternally. And um, I think when you start all over again, you need to to make a decision. I'm gonna love, I'm gonna laugh, and I'm gonna love like never before. I'm going to start off with this new chapter in my life with Christ. Like Christ loves there. me to love, <laughs> to love, and to love and to love. I think that because we lose our joy, yes. you know, Janine, you, you lose your joy when people harm you, when people say things to you, you are so focused um, on what they say and what they do. And you lose your joy. And the word of God says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. it's strength. You know, yes. my strength. And no matter what, no matter what they put in front of me, I look at that mountain and I say, I speak to the mountain and I tell you to go. Because I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to be better. So, I really think to start off a new chapter, you need to get into the place of confidence to say, I'm going to take up my confidence. I'm going to put on love, just like Colossians 3 says I'm putting on love. I'm going to be this bold and strong woman. And I know I'm going to face a lot of challenges. But I'm going to do this. I'm going to live, I'm going to laugh, and I'm going to love. Forgive quickly and love deeply. I think that was my saving grace. Many years ago, I had that impartation of the living God. When he came to me, you know, when I was praying, and I I just felt I can't do this. I can't even love people. I don't know how to forgive. And the Lord really imprinted this into me. Forgive quickly, Lillian. I'm going to give you that anointing. To forgive so quickly. You know, everybody that harmed me, that uh, touched me in an inappropriate way, that raped me, that molested me. Um, and the biggest part was I had to forgive my father. Mm. I really had to forgive because my father actually gave us to other men. You know, um, we as, as, as daughters. Um, and it was very, very bad. And after he died, I mean, I was 15 years old when he died. And I was hurt so, because it's my father, you know. Yes. I didn't know all of these things and how to really forgive. But I walked with that thing in my heart. I never had a dad. I didn't, don't even know how to speak to my heavenly father. That is a problem. When you mm. never had a healthy, earthly yes. relationship with a father, then you struggle with your pastor and you mm. struggle having a relationship with your heavenly father. Mm. And God was, you know, God is so amazing. I mean, he gives you this, this, um, this father in the faith that you can hold on to and you can listen, you can get the word in. And then he draws you into his heavenly father's heart, mm-hmm. your ever father, the one who created you, you know, and that is where I had to, to really find, okay, forgive quickly, love deeply. And God spoke so clear to me. And that is where I started off. My new chapter was, Okay, Lillian, every person that does this to you, forgive them. And that's how I forgave my father. I actually went literally back in time and I said, everything that you did, everything that you said, everything you never believed in me, um, I forgive you. You know what? For the first time in in my life when I heard the words of a parent, I love you and I'm proud of you, was when I was 40 years old. Oh, wow. I was 40 years old when I heard this. Very first words, I love you. And it happened before that even, forgive quickly and love deeply. That is something I will live by for the rest of my life. I started off my chapter to say, have confidence in Christ, your Savior. He is the one that places everything within you. You know, his word says, I love what 2 Peter 1 verse 3 says, by his divine power, God has given us everything we needed for living Mm -hmm. a godly life on this earth. He's given me everything to live a godly life. But listen to this. We have received all this by coming to him. We go to him because we believe. And that was my belief system. Going to him, praying to him, find shelter in the arms and the love in the arms of the heavenly father. That's where I started off my chapter is to say, God comes first. I put him first. He's my everything. Um, No matter what people say, it's my journey. And you know what? I really want to say this to somebody that's watching. When you have this white wall um, or this white piece of um, a material and there's a little small spot of a black spot on there, they will always see the black spot. They will oh, always that's so remember. that human. Human yeah. think, yes. And they always remember what you've done wrong. Yes. But God, Jesus Christ. Yes. sees you i want to actually take this i want to show you this this tissue there's nothing on this tissue it's clean yeah. there's not a spot on this and this is how jesus sees us when he comes back you know this is me for instance let me do that like this oh, i'm going to show you this illustration this is me okay full of uh maybe unforgiveness maybe um Whatever it may be, uh, unworthiness, I don't believe in myself, disrespect is gone, whatever. But Christ, the anointed one, sees you like this. He sees you clear. He sees you beautiful. snow. He sees white as snow, Yannine. He sees you perfect in his eyes. This is how he sees you. And when you can see yourself like this, to say, you know what, if Christ sees me like this, I have to see me like this. And when he comes and he comes back for us and he removes this veil, he must still see me pure, holy, upright. And that that is where you start off your chapter to say, this is a new page. It's a clean page. I don't care if people see a spot. I don't, it's not what they say about me. It's, about it's what, what he says, says about me. Yes. And with what God says, that's who I am. Because I am formed into his image. And that is where I started off my life is to you are forgiven.
0: Yes. I think. I definitely agree with you. And I also think one of the things that we need to do is to get involved in a faith-based organization, community, or church. Yes. Because you said it earlier as well. You need people around you that's going to walk out this journey with you, where you can be filled with the word, where your mind can be. Because you've been brainwashed all your life. That's right. And now you need to come to the place where you're going to wash your mind again, like the word says, but with the word of God, with the right people around you, you have to be in a completely different atmosphere and conversations and people around you because you, you, they say that, like you said, also you're going to attract those people. That's That's why we need to start a brand new chapter so we can attract the right people into our lives, the right Influences into our life, yes. the right mentors yes. into our life, yeah. and also even your journey with unforgiveness. I I almost want to bet you that that was a journey over a couple of years, and <laughs> a lot of the times you had to constantly remind yourself. To forgive quickly. And you had to confess it on a daily basis, even at points to say, I am forgiving my father. I am forgiving my husband. I'm forgiving that person. I'm forgiving that one that abused yes. me or hurt me inappropriately. It is yes. not something. And I think this is really something we can help the viewers and the listeners with. It's not something that happens like this. That's right. That's Forgiveness right. You know is what, a
1: process. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, every day is a new day. Yes. Um I heard somebody say to me too, <laughs> this morning. Um they wrote they wrote a message to me and they said they believe every day is Tuesday. In other words, choose your day. How are I you like going to choose your day? Are you going to choose to forgive? Are you going to choose to walk in love? Are you going to choose to walk in in grace and mercy? You know what? My my spiritual father, um Apostle Theo is my spiritual father. I love him so very much him and my my spiritual mom, Dr. Bev, he taught us to give grace to people because one day you'll be needing grace with your Savior Absolutely. when you see him face to face. And that's why, you know, if God forgive us, when he hang on that cross and he said, it is done, I'm forgiven. I'm thinking of Lillian. This is what Lillian's life is going to be. She's going to go, to go through all of this, but it's not the one I've chosen for her. She's going through this. And now, how is she going to get out? And I'm forgiving already. I'm setting her free because she's going to get in bitterness. She's going to get in anger. She's going to get in resentment. And she's going to do this, this, and this. I forgive you, Lillian. I'm dying on this cross for you. I'm giving it to you. Freely. You don't have to pay me anything. You don't have to give me anything. I've forgiven you. That is even before I was planted in my mother's womb. I was forgiven already. Now, listen, the word of God is so powerful. If you can become, I want to say to the viewer, if you are listening and you're watching this, if you can become so hungry for God, for the Holy Spirit, Mm. and trust him to fill you with new things every single day, that the word of God says in Matthew 18, 21, he says, then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times, May my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let it go. And many, as many as, as many as, when I read this, it was so, uh, so profound up to seven times. This is now what his ideas, man's ideas. I'm only going to forgive you like, you know, once you've done this to me only once or or three times or seven (laughs) times, but here Jesus answered him and said, I tell you not up to seven times. You know, who doesn't like the but? We don't like the but. (laughs) But But I think that's the best word in the Bible. But he says there, but 70 times seven. seven. And this is where my, you know, forgive quickly and love deeply came in. When Jesus showed me, no matter if that person does it to you, 70 times seven a day. Wow. Forgive. If you can let go and say Lord I forgive this person I set this person free. Forgiveness is so powerful. Even if that person is still hanging on with something you are free. Yes. Because you say and let me give it to you practically because you know it's so easy to say forgive forgive forgive. I get up in the morning and I actually do a check in my spirit. Is there anybody father that I have to release? Anybody? Because I don't, want to, I don't want to lose the blessing of God. I don't want to lose out on that. I don't want to yeah. lose out on the moment, um, an encounter with God during the day. So what I do is, I say, is there anybody that I have to forgive? And if it comes to my mind when I pray and it comes to my mind, this person, I name that person. And during that day, I would say, I forgive that person. I set them free. Yes. I forgive. And the more you say it, the more you feel freedom. So even if you have to do it 20 times, there was a time in my life that a family member hurt me very badly. And I had to say 20 times a day, and I counted it one day, 20 times to say, I forgive them, I set them free, and I love them. I forgive them, and I call them by name. I say, say it's Chris. I'm just using a name. Chris, I forgive you, and I set you free. Why? Because Jesus Christ has forgiven me of all of what I've done.
0: Amen. Right.
1: Every single time I had to remind myself, your heart needs to be clean and pure. Because the Bible says, how do you love God? Wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. If I love him wholeheartedly, that means I need to forgive. So that is where my forgiveness, you know, as a person, when they hurt me, there there is ways that you can do it. That was my way. I said it during the day. Twenty times a day, I forgive that person and I set them free, because it's not worth for anybody to hold on to something that they've done to you.
0: That's it's not true.
1: worth it. It only it only makes you ugly.
0: And it I makes you an it ugly hurts person. you on the inside. Yes. yes. So. Once, once you start forgiving and you make it a daily practice, you start to live a victorious life because you are conquering one thing That's after right. the other. And you're also teaching yes. yourself to not just get over stuff, but you're getting through it because there's a process there. Like you taught us as well, there's make peace with this process, forgive That's that crazy. person. And day okay. by day, you are going to yes. start to live a victorious life. Yes. And
1: scripture says, love your enemies. You know, a person that hurts you, a person that steals from you, a person that harms you, um, all those kind of things, you start to hate. It's like a hatred comes inside of you. You need to deal with it and do what the Bible says. We need to become doers of the word, of the written word of God. And he says, love your enemies. Do good to those who spitefully uses you, who really comes and they – they they abuse you. It's abuse. They abuse yeah. you. Yeah. And the Bible says, and it doesn't make sense when you think. I would like David says, kill them. You know, every <laughs> single person. Lord, take them out. Remove <laughs> them. But that's the, the 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 perfect person that God will use. The chisel that he will use to form you yes. into the image of who he is. Yes, he so excited, says it I'm in his sorry. word.
0: He's the potter. Oh. We are the clay. The clay. And he molds us and he makes us That's the way right. that he wants us to be. And again, That's that is right. process and it takes time. And one of your scriptures, that one of your favorite scriptures, I think it's Matthew <laughs> 17, where we can move that mountain into the sea. We simply yes. need that little bit of faith like a mustard yes. seed. And yes. it will, one of, I think it's also the passion translation says you will see it happen right in front of you and nothing yeah. will be impossible for you. That, if you're sitting right. in this that's situation right. today, you just simply need a little bit of, of faith, like a mustard seed and God that's can right. help you to move that mountain into the sea. And that thing will be that's gone right. and away from your life. Yes. Nothing will be impossible to
1: you. Amen. Amen. Let me quickly give it to you. In Mark 11, uh, 22, it says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. So if you're watching, your first thing, have faith in God. When you know you're going through this difficult time, you've been abused um, physically, emotionally, uh, whatever it may be, have faith in God that he can move this mountain in your life. And then the next scripture says, For surely I say to you, Whoever says to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not not doubt in his heart, no doubt in your heart, but believes that those things he says will come to pass. If you say, you move this mountain and say, mountain of unworthiness, I move you. I'm a worthy woman of God. I'm a strong woman of God. I'm a woman of faith. I'm a clean woman. I'm a virgin. You know what? God can make you a virgin again. Do you realize that?
0: Yes. When you've been raped
1: and molested and been abused, God can make you whole. He did it for me. He makes you a virgin again because you say it, you believe it. And then he says, uh, it will come to pass. He will have whatever he says. When you keep on saying, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm this, I'm that. I'm I'm walking in unforgiveness. I'm a hate, everybody hates me. It's going to be like that. But when you speak to it, believe it. And you know, there's another scripture that I absolutely stand upon. I actually made myself a ring. There it is in Israel. I went to Israel, which was, um, I was very um, honored and fortunate to go. And um, I made this ring and I put this scripture on here. I actually want to put it very close so that you can see it. Uh, I don't actually really know where to. There there. we go. Yes, there we go. It says, Psalms 46, verse 5 in the New Living Translation, God is within you. You Mm. shall not fail. Amen. I took that word, and this was many moons ago. I took the word and I said, Lillian, God is within you. You shall not fail. You will move mountains. You will speak to those things as if they are here already, that you are a good person. You are a phenomenal woman of God. And I think that is what we need to do. Take the word, be a doer and stand up. Stand up. believe you can do this because you can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So that is what I believe um, the plan and the will of God for your life is, is, you know, be strong. Be strong in Mm -hmm. the Lord. Be patient with yourself. Be patient. I want to say this. Make peace with the process. You've said it now twice, Yamin. And that was something God said to me. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm. Make peace with your process. Trust the process. Absolutely. There's two words make peace with your process and trust the process. God knows better for you than what you know for yourself. Yeah. And if you can do that and start believing you know what, there's something better waiting for me on the other side of the mountain. I've moved the mountain, just look at this beautiful valley God has given me. I can live there. I can be myself. I can do what God has called me to do. And I want to do what I love to do. So I think those are the things that we we really need to stand firm on as women and men of God when you've gone through difficult times, abusing um, verbally, gender-based violence. It's real. It's real. It's out there, but get up because God is within you. You can, you can make it in life.
0: I am impossible. I want to share with you a, a small part of my journey in the sense of there is hope. There is a new life waiting for you. After I went through my divorce, I went through the four D's like I call them all at the same time. I went through divorce, I went through depression. I went through delivering a baby and a death of income. And that was a lot of stuff to go through at the same time. And I thought to myself, how will I ever get back up again and find a husband that loves me and honors me and respects me. That is a good father. I, wanted to marry a man of God, a God-fearing man. And God was so awesome that he gave me that man, that husband, and he restored my life completely. But what is the journey that we need to walk as women or men to find once again that happy ending where God provides that husband or that wife. I can quickly tell you what I did is besides, like you said, getting into the word, being a doer of the word, I started loving God or Jesus or the Holy Spirit and treating him like I was going to treat my husband. When I got up in the morning, I spoke to Jesus. I had coffee with him. I spoke to him about everything in life. And I started to treat him like my husband. And he started to see, Mm. well, this is the kind of man that I can give to you. Because I know that as much as my son that I'm sending you is going to take care of you. I know that I can trust you with one of my beloved sons.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. You know what, Yanin, A healthy relationship when you want to start off with a new healthy relationship, I think the very first thing is to let go of your past. Yeah. Let go of your past and believe there's a better future for you. Uh, Be patient with yourself. Mm. Uh, Be very patient with yourself. You know, patient is you have to practice it every day. And like I said, don't let the previous people pay for what the present people in your life. Do and how they want to love you. Um, and I think what you said, you know, out of your depression, you know, how you came out of your um, your time with your first marriage, uh, I think don't make the same uh, mistakes. don't do um how can I say it? don't repeat the same cycle. What yeah. you did was you got up, you wanted better, you wanted the man of God who loves God. And in the process, you both grow together into the fullness of what God yes. wants for both of you. And I think those are the very, very first things as a person, a man or woman, is to, you know, let go, be patient with yourself, believe in yourself that you can do it. Um, make sure you don't repeat your cycles. Please mm-hmm. um, don't. Uh, I've made that decision in my life. I, I will not do the same again. I will not go into the same relationships. You know what? Sometimes God cuts relationships because you don't grow, um, you know, with, with um, adults. We, we're in a very big big world, me and my husband, and I choose. Somebody said to me, you walk into a room and you choose who you want to be friends with. Yeah. It's a decision. Make mm-hmm. sure your decisions is godly. Uh, you know that can fill you on and that can walk with you and that can't that doesn't bring you down. The moment yeah. it brings you down you have to get the, the moment it threatens your relationship with Jesus Christ, it has to go.
0: Yes. I always say that the we, moment yeah. we need to pray for our partner, not pick every other one that comes along. <laughs> That's right. Because we're so
1: desperate. We don't want to be alone. Yes, you don't want to be alone. If you can get into the comfort of being alone first with God, who's the beginning and the end of your life, you can have a relationship so clearly with a man or or a woman, you know, the the woman with a man and the man with a woman, in a godly way that you know I'm healed in my mind, I'm healed in my heart, I'm healed in my soul, and I can add value to this person. I can add value to my children. If You have children. When you are healed, you add value. When you are sick, you can't do that. When you are sick yeah. in your mind, you can't do that. So I believe all those things, you know, to have a healthy relationship, you know, be patient with yourself. Let go. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of all those, those baggage before mm-hmm. you enter into a new relationship.
0: And also what you said is don't, do not repeat the cycle. Because if we choose yes. to do a different life and, and live a different life compared to what we had, we're also saying and breaking the generational curses over our lives because That's so that right. our children don't go yes. into the same things at the end of the day. Because yes. generational yes. curses are real, but we have the power to break that over our own life and our mm-hmm. over our children and our children's children's lives.
1: Yes. You know, um, if I say break the cycles, Yanin, um, I'm very real. Me and my husband has faced divorce, like his father and his mother. My mother and father never got divorced because my mother just left my father. She got up, took five children, and she walked out and she said, I'm gonna try and make a living. One woman and she was um, you know, so badly abused that her one foot was it was very bad. So she got up and she did something that she said, that's what I want to do. She just never divorced my father. He died when I was 15. And then in my husband's side of the family, you all know, I mean, my, a lot of people know, that um, my father-in-law divorced my mother-in-law. And at the end of the day, we have to make that decision, not to do you know, go around the cycle again. You know, be mature enough. God can heal anything in your marriage. If you are married and you're watching this, he can heal that violence, that whatever it's been done to you. God can heal it. If you go back as husband and wife and you come to the throne room of God, he heals you so beautifully that you can become this vessel for God to be used on this earth. So break the cycles of divorcing your family. Show your children you can make it. But those who can't, don't, Show your kids, okay, now I've, I've been through this divorce, but I'm going to choose somebody like you did. I'm mm. choosing somebody that can come alongside me, a partner where we've got an assignment from God and where we I'm going to submit to this assignment and we're going to make a beautiful life together and show the example to our children, children's children. So I think that is it's a very big thing not to... To go around the same mountains the whole time. Break those cycles. You yeah. can do it. When you get into the word, I'm telling you, you can do you can you move mountains. If I can um, just maybe recommend this one, a book that I read, Believe It to Achieve It of mm-hmm. Brian Tracy. That man absolutely helped me how to get my mind, my thoughts in, in the right place. He's a he's a psychologist but a Christian psychologist and he helped me to overcome all the doubts, how to let go of the past and how to unlock my full potential for my future. So, you know, there's books to read. I said with Joyce Meyer, you know, um, the healing, the wounds of of a woman, there are so many material out there, but the greatest material is this thing is the word of God is the Bible. Amen. If you have, if you get into the word, you get healed completely. So that is what I believe. I mean, you know, uh, you can get healed, and don't repeat your cycle.
0: Yes, Pastor Lord, thank you so much. We've learned so much today on hope, forgiveness, a new beginning, moving those mountains in our lives, and knowing that it is possible to live a new life. I want to give you the opportunity Amen. to pray for each man and woman on this podcast that wants a new beginning, whether it is today a new beginning in the relationship with God, or whether it is a new beginning in relationship, I want to give you that opportunity to pray for them. Amen.
1: Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, every person that's watching me, I declare, Father, that they will become healed in such a supernatural way that your word will be set in them just as it's set in heaven psalms 119 says that the word of god is set in heaven and i'm telling you god is set in you anything that you desire if you want to become whole again if you you have a broken heart and you don't know how to get your heart healed if you've been molested if you've been raped if you've been abused by a husband if you're a housewife i'm especially if you're a housewife and you feel you are so insignificant. I pray today that the Lord will come and make you feel and make you know that you can be significant again, that you can be whole again, that God can turn around your world and your potential and that he can make you, you know, a woman and a man of God to live on this earth, to live the fullness of Christ that is placed within you on this earth. I declare forgiveness over you. I declare that you will walk in the mercy of God, in the grace of God. I declare over you that you will love deeply like never before. You will forgive quickly in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for every person watching, that they will be changed and transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lil, and Amen. thank you for this opportunity. Thank you that you said yes for today to help other women. <laughs> oh, thank to you. me, you are absolutely my mentor, my spiritual oh. mother. I look up to you, and you've taught oh. me so much about life, love, and God, and I thank you for that. You are oh. just a remarkable woman, and I honor you today. Oh, Thank you so much, Janine. It was
1: really an honor and a blessing for me to be part of this podcast. Um, Really, you're doing a great work for the Lord. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're going to change the world. You know, we can be world changers. You're one of them. And um, I am so honored. And I love you deeply. I love you so much. You are absolutely an incredible, intentional woman. I love it. (laughs) Please get a book. I don't know where your book. I see it there in the back of you. Please get a book. It is so powerful. You know, to live a life of intentionality. God wants us to live that way. I love you so much. Be blessed and thank you for the honor again to be part of this podcast.
0: Thank you, Pastoril. I love you lots. Thank you for tuning in to 10 intentional minutes with janine if this program has helped you in any way today be intentional and share it with a friend to order your copy of intentionality go to www.inten.co.za or shop online and purchase your copy from all leading and participating retailers Follow me on social media at yanindukabu.co.za or visit my website for more information. Now, go be intentional.